Hello, book lovers. My name is Tandolo Tubinda, and you are listening to Just Reading with Tandolo Tubinda. Thank you so, so much for stopping on by, and I really do hope that you enjoy this one. Now, before we even get into it, please don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell another friend that we are just reading with Tandolo Tubinda. I am so excited to be back. Ba, 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 ba. Literally, I am so happy to be back, and you know, pardon my voice because have been going through it have been going through the most i've been a city girl and i've been cityying okay <laughs> yeah I've, I've been a city girl that's all i can say so my voice is just as a result of being a city girl in the city period anyways back to what we're all here for today i'll be reviewing a book titled what's your move by nicolette machile and the publishers of this book are Financial Bunny, and this book was published in the year 2020. This is my book 42 out of 50 for 2021. And listen, I am so excited for the fact that I can literally smell my reading goal for the year. Like, it's literally here. It's literally in the neighborhood. And I'm just excited. I'm still in disbelief because how? How is it even possible? Also, I'm just thinking, what happens next year? Like, are we going to the top? Because there ain't no way we gonna go back. You know what I mean? But anyway, no pressure. No pressure this side. Even if we're reading two books next year. A good grant as long as we're reading. Okay? Um, hey, I'm losing it. You see, this is what happens when you don't record episodes in a long, long time. When you come back, you are all over the place. You don't even know what to do. But anyway, my rating for this book is four big bright stars. And a little bit about this book. So it says, in What's Your Move, Nicolette Machile, founder of Financial Bunnies and a champion for personal finance education across the African continent, shares stories from her own life and journey with money in order to redefine personal finance management. What's Your Move is a challenge. A challenge to you to make a move that will be financially rewarding. A promise to yourself that you are more than capable of managing your money. Mm. Literally from the time this book uh, was released, I wanted it. I was like, I want this book. I'm going to buy this book. But the price tag was like, Unamanga, Uyachabula, Yazi, and I didn't because really it was just too expensive for my liking. And the minute it was on sale, I was like, thank the heavens because I was so ready. I was so amped. And listen, it lived up to my expectations even exceeded them when i started reading this book i was like okay it's a money management book i know what to expect they're gonna tell me about one two three they're gonna you know and they did this book definitely gives me one two three that i kind of knew but what i really appreciated about this book was the approach that this book took very different to most of the books that i read and this is the reason why I will keep seeking out to read more financial or money management books or finance books because I stand to learn something somewhere, somehow from each and every one of them. And this book for me was just on that, on the approach. It was amazing. I was like, yes, yes, yes. She definitely didn't take the conventional um, way of writing about finances. She did it her way. And listen, I am for that way. Anyway, so the themes covered in this book are debt management, lobola negotiations, buying property, investing, black tax, um, managing money in relationships, 
healthcare costs, stock fails, etc. etc. Now, from all of these topics, it's literally like like I said before, like a lot of books cover these topics when they speak about money management. But I think you know, things like black tax, not so much, things like managing uh, money in relationships, not so much, things like Lobola, not so much, things like stock fails not so much things like um healthcare costs or managing your health um costs not so much so for me i was like yes 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 those are literally you know costs that we actually go through on the day to day but we don't consider on you know we don't look at them as like big costs but they actually do contribute and they they do you know those little costs on a daily basis do add up to a bigger picture like for example um money management and relationships like you go on dates you go on um vacations and whatever that is money and for you to be able to do all of those things you need to save you need to budget you need to manage your money you need to plan and without a plan you're going to be in the pits so i really thought that you know covering such topics was very necessary because they are just as important as buying a house or buying a car. Anyway, let's get into the things I loved about this book. So I definitely loved, like I mentioned, the fact that, you know, um, she really took a different approach to writing about finances. She gave us such a fresh approach about writing, um, writing about uh, money management. I loved it. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And I think, you know, she basically just focused on herself. You know, she just said, I'm going to give you my personal life story and, you know, how I have been navigating finances coupled with research and that's that and i also appreciated that there's no judgment in this book like nowhere did i feel like this person is judging me and saying you don't have your life together you don't have your money together nowhere zero capiche listen if there's somewhere that you felt off or you felt like you were being judged a bit because i didn't i didn't find that and i love that because a lot of times money management books will tell you you are wrong for not having a, um, a budget you are wrong for not having a plan you are wrong for not having an emergency fund but here nicolette just comes and she says do whatever works for you work around your finances as best as you see fit just because one two three is working for person x doesn't mean it's going to work for person b and you know what i couldn't agree more and then um, I also really appreciated the fact that she made the topic of investing less intimidating. A lot of times when I read about inve- uh, investing, I actually dread the, the, the chapter that speaks on investing in money management books because I always feel like it's going to be overwhelming. I'm not going to understand it. I'm going to feel lost. I'm going to feel like I can't do it. But what she did here, she just really, really simplified it so well and made it less intimidating and made it feel like it's something that I too can do. It didn't really feel like a far-fetched concept as it normally does when I read other money management books. So I definitely did appreciate that. I also appreciated the fact that after each section, you are asked, what's your move? And I guess this allowed, you know, for some reflection, you know, to say, let me sit back, let me reflect and let me map out my, my way forward to say, after reading all of this, right, where am I? How, what, what do I have? What do I not have? And what is my way forward? What is my move? What do I plan on doing? What do I plan on changing? So for me, I really appreciated that because a lot of times we read books and then we just get through chapter after chapter after chapter, but we don't necessarily, you know, take the time out to sit and reflect and say, where does this fit in into my life or how do I you know navigate one two three and tailor it to fit my life so I really did appreciate that I honestly also loved how honest um the author was 
you know just sharing her her money mistakes her high her money highs and money lows i truly 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 appreciated that because a lot of times um you know people that write about finances will just tell you i made this i did that i was able to i i i i but never hey i didn't do that so this is what happened i didn't do you know so i really appreciated the fact that in as much as she was giving us her highs she also gave us a lot of her lows and i think that just brings in the 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 part of relatability you know to say anyone and everyone can read this book because it's not taking on one approach it's just taking on a holistic approach and you know she's just being very honest about her experiences what worked for her and what didn't work what she did wrong and what she did right so i definitely appreciated that and then a bit on the things that I didn't like. So the first one is translations. I really felt that the translations were not necessary. I think mostly because it was one words. Like she would just pop in one word here or there. And I really felt like you don't have to translate one word. Truly, like we read books where a whole sentence is in a language we don't understand we still get through it you know so i really felt that that wasn't necessary you won't get lost by one word that is not translated into english so that i really felt like we could have done without and the word spacing i actually noticed that some pages i don't know if it's called word spacing but yeah some pages you know the words were a bit crammed and together that was a bit distracting on the eye more so like at the at the bottom of the pages there were just some pages that had that going on and that was a bit disturbing i mean i saw it at first and i was like okay maybe it's just this one page but when i kept seeing it in in multiple pages i was like oh my goodness this is disturbing but other than that there was nothing else i didn't um quite like or quite enjoy about the book just those two things so i guess let us get into the points or the lessons that we can take from this book so the first one says be careful that your ego doesn't land you into debt now this one is very important and this is a point that is always made in money management books you know to say don't get into financial commitments just because you want to look a certain way you know and i guess this also just includes like you know when you when you go to a shop and oh i think the example that she actually used is she went to a shop um she saw a dress liked the dress you know she was planning on buying the dress she budgeted for the dress but then she looks at the dress she fits the dress and then she feels like oh it needs a belt she buys the belt without checking the price only to get to the till to find that e ya biza but at which point the ego steps in and says, you can't leave the belt. How are you leaving the belt at the till? You know? So it's just some such things that do not, do not allow your, your ego to get the better of you and get you into debt. Be, be strong and firm enough to say no. You know, when you can see that this is a wrong financial uh, decision, be strong enough to say, uh-uh, we're not going to do it. You know, ego, ego, <laughs> hold on. Anyway, the second point says the willingness um, and desire to get out of debt needs to be greater than the comfort of living with it. And this is very important, right? Um, a lot of times, a lot of people don't get into debt because they're okay. Like, it's a thing of, I've always been in debt. I've been in debt for so long. It's fine. And you just, you know, relax and you chill in that situation. And you just think, oh, well, I've been here for so long. Why should I have the urge to change? And that's the thing. The only time we change is if we want to change. You know, for as long as you don't want to change, it'll be very difficult to make those changes. And then the next point says being blacklisted isn't a life sentence. And I really felt that this one was very necessary because every time you hear of someone be, being blacklisted, you just think, yo, 
their life is over like it's over for them they are finished i don't even know what other word to use because there's just there's just a lot of negativity you know and negative things associated to the term blacklisted and i think that reassurance you know that she provided to say being blacklisted is not the end of the world you can always get out of that situation you know and it doesn't take anything away from you and you are not defined by that you know so i really felt that that was very important and then um, the next point says, we are the solutions that we need. And this reminded me of a book that says, uh, we are the ones we need by Suikhe uh, Bulani. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, but yeah. But I guess what, what that is, is just saying, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, whatever it is that you want to change, you are the solution. You are the one that, you know, knows what it is that you want and how you are going to get there. A lot of times we always seek other people to tell us and, you know, tell us what to do, um, show us the way, and, and, and. But more often than not, you find that you already know what you need to do. You already have the solutions. You already have whatever it is that you need to get you to wherever you want to be. And then the next point says, don't demonize spending habits you don't understand. And I guess this is with everything. We we always tend to like speak negatively about things we don't understand or things we 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 don't know or situations that we are not personally in. And this is just a reminder to say whatever you don't understand, don't demonize. Whatever you don't understand, don't speak ill about because why? You don't understand it. And then last but not least, it says um, a point that I really um, liked. It says date and marry in your financial lane. And I think that is very important because um, you don't want to date outside of your financial lane. You don't want to marry outside of your financial lane because you don't want that thing of you know, of trust differences in a relationship. You don't want to think of the person, the other one is there, the other one is there. Now going on dates is logistics, doing whatever is logistics. Now there's expectations. There's just a lot. So to manage all of those, you need to date in or date and marry in your financial lane. And I think that's also just with everything, even with friends, you know, have friends in your financial lane also, because that also allows you to do the things that you can afford, you know, and not stretch yourself and do things that you can't afford or whatever the case so i think i really appreciated that point too and i think that is it i think i've really said a mouth full on this book and this is so long right now so if you have listened all the way until here thank you so so much and i really do hope that you enjoyed this one and like i always say please do not forget to do everything out of love mwah, mwah, mwah.